Good morning and welcome to Music to My Beers. Happy Sunday with you for another fresh one. I am Zach Miller alongside Warren Cluck and we've got a special guest in studio with us today. Um, Really looking forward to it. Uh, Aaron West from Westwind Brewery. He reached out to us a couple of weeks ago and he said, hey man, I got something. He said, hey, when I come back off my glamorous spring break, can I swing by? And I'm, This is actually fun for us because I think the last time that Music to My Beers was on the road was just as things started opening up again. We went to Westwind out in Elkhart, and then now you're the first guest I think we've had back in the studio since. Nice. Cool. Yeah, happy to be here. I uh, got a little sun with me. Just got back from Florida and uh, got some goodies Rough. to share today. So. Welcome. Hopefully you brought some of that sun back with you, you know, and we could start warming up here in Michiana and be drinking those uh, crispy coolers outside. I think you have to say that. I hope you brought back some of the sunshine. <laughs> that's, a really, that's a dad thing, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Yeah, that's a very you've got two kids thing to say. But uh, Aaron, thanks for showing up, man. We're going to have a uh, blast here the next two hours of Music My Beers. Michiana's first, best, and only show dedicated to craft beer and drinking music. Cool brews, hot tunes. This is Music to My Beers. Music to My Beers on Real Rock 103.9, The Bear. And happy Sunday to you. It's Cluck and Zach back in the studio for another week of Music to My Beers and our buddy Aaron West all the way from Elkhart, Westwind Brewery. Welcome back, my friend. Thank you, brother. I think it's about a uh, 22-minute drive. I may have been speeding to get here. But, uh, nice. First segment of the show, we have noticed you were extremely out of breath, but I, <laughs> I didn't want to say, hey, man, are you okay? You need to like slow down. I know you're just coming off a of spring break, so you had some leisure time, some downtime, probably had a few pops I saw on the old uh, Untapped. I did. Uh, I think I, I drank all of the Eli down in Florida, actually, Clock. Oh, <laughs> so, nice. I'm telling yeah. you, I think we're getting uh, screwed up here in the Midwest, though. That uh, that Florida Eli is just it's a different beer down there. Yeah, compared yeah. To that. It is. And I've seen I've seen that a couple of times on Untapped, but I've also heard other people say that that the the cigar city you get fresh off the tab down there is a vastly different animal than we get at the cans up here. Yeah, absolutely. Rocco was working the angle. He actually flew into Tampa when I when I met up with him, and uh, he actually got to be at Cigar City, and he was talking to one of the managers. They actually brew it out of Colorado, believe it or not. So that's why there's a difference in, in flavor. It seems lighter, not as hoppy. You know, you go down to Florida, it's got that malt forward uh, flavor to flavor profile to it. And the manager had told me, he goes, "Yeah, the Midwest Eli uh, is brewed out of Colorado." So oh, that's, that's, why they, get, that's why I get real self conscious when you have an actual brew guy in here because I'm like, "Oh, I didn't know it." He knows what he's talking. About. <laughs> listen, they, listen to the way he. Explains Explain the difference fluidly for everybody who is listening. That's incredible. And they were sold to, uh, um, why am I blanking on the name right now? Is Oscar it, Blues, yeah. right? Oscar Blues are in, is it Oscar Blues or in Beth? I'm, I'm trying to remember. One of the two. One of the two. I don't yeah. know. Sold by somebody, but now, I mean, just mass produced, just like yeah. Goose Island. I, I noticed there's a Goose Island out of the UK that... They produce stuff over there that we can't even get here sometimes. Where were you at in Florida? I uh, went down to Inglewood, actually. Okay, and where's that in proximity to Tampa? So about, uh, about a, let's see, about a 45 minutes. 45 minutes south of Tampa. Because I feel like mm. everybody in the entire area, especially everybody we work with, was in Florida during that week of spring break. So <laughs> like, here I am. Uh, our buddy Old Man Ernie was down there at, at Cycle, and he's like, what do you want? I'm coming back. He's like, place your order. So I you know, told him what I wanted, and he brought back some Cycle and stuff. But they've got an excellent, that's an excellent beer city. Oh, yeah. Cycles down there. Um, the other one that's uh, fantastic down there is, um, oh, it's come on off the top of my head. I'll think of it in a minute. But anyways, the uh, the beers down there are fa- fantastic. Florida beers are great. Um, 
just super fresh. I mean, you know, you're getting a whole different style. I don't know if it's the water or something down there. Their water is funky down there, though. It definitely changes the care of the, the, the beer profile. Sulfuric. Like they've got a weird kind of flavor to their water because exactly. my grandparents lived down there in the Sarasota area, and I never liked drinking the water. But the beer, now that I'm you know of 21 right, and right. up, I I love drinking down there. It's also super weird because you get down to tropical vacation climates. I mean, down to Key West or Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic, any of those places you go, and they're not craft beer hot spots at all but for whatever reason florida the most i guess tropical thing we have here uh, in the continental united states huge beer state yeah they've got you brought us back uh, some funky buddha one of our favorites from down there in addition to cycle and and um cigar city yeah it's crazy i was running up here and i didn't know if uh, i could bring beer into uh, federated media <laughs> so, <laughs> so i was hiding it under my sweater running up the stairs cluck that's really why i was breathing heavy what, what do you think our crack security <laughs> team was going to stop you at the door and I shake thought, you down i thought i was going to get patted down so uh, i actually brought you guys one to, to share but uh, it ended up splitting so there's now a barrel-aged uh, stout all over your driveway out there oh it's, it's it reminds us of the good dark lord days of the past the rainy dark lord days yeah. where the, your four-pack break up and people are dropping bombers left and right. And it's funny you bring it up because uh, Tampa, we were talking a second ago, had a great had a great thing going with Huna Day, and I, I think it was still canceled or is being canceled this year or, or scaled back at least. But it used to be Cycle would start out Tampa Beer Week with an event at that brewery, and then it would culminate the next weekend with the uh, the big show for Huna Day. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I'll never forget that one time that when I dropped it, I all I could think of. I was at Dark Lord Day, and one guy, and this guy was uh, standing up getting his beers, and it was when they actually put put them in the the bags for, or the boxes. They had the four boxes on there. Yeah. And the guy told him, "Hey, you need to hold it from the bottom." This guy was obviously had a few uh, goodies in him. Yeah. And uh, he picked it up, and the thing just shattered in front of him, oh. all four of them. <laughs> oh. So when I was running up here, it's the first thing that went through my mind. I'm like, now I know how that guy feels. Dropping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or you'd be sitting by the exit, and somebody. Was set their bag down a little tough and you'd see like the little pool start to form underneath it and the whole crowd just like oh oh <laughs> and he goes well can i get another so they're like yeah you have to buy four more but we're, we're sold out <laughs> yeah it's pretty crazy the the, the stories of beers uh and how they travel and get around so all of our oh sad sad dropping a beer on the ground and hit Hits the pavement and well, yeah, we're not going to drop the rest of the beers you no, brought, and we'll no. uh, we'll get to some of this a little bit. We're I'm excited because you have a mystery split one coming up at the top of the hour. We're going to uh, get into Aaron West's Cooler of Doom, and this is one of yours, right? From this Westwood? is yeah. I, I literally just got done uh, canning this, so yeah, I brought it in my little uh, baby Yoda uh, to go that. igloo. Nice. Yeah, it's got the the portable things like the perfect uh, four pack uh, for pints. So yeah, it's nice and chilled. So these are super fresh. Looking forward to trying it. And and actually, your Thanks, place, um, we uh, we went there last august and had a great time first time there and first time really out especially after the pandemic had started and we weren't doing a whole lot of episodes that were completely fresh we were doing a lot of um best ofs but um had a great time you guys have great food uh delicious beers and you you've actually now upgraded since we've last been there i noticed you got some new hardware in the Really? Yeah, yeah, we've been working hard. Um, you know, obviously, since things have lightened up with COVID, people are definitely coming out more and more, which is uh, nice and exciting. And uh, obviously, with Michigan continuing to kind of be him hawing up and down, uh, we, we yeah. see it saw a giant influx, probably twenty five percent additional volume uh, for us, which is huge. Wow. Um, so yeah, back in December, we kind of made the plunge and said, okay, we, we're running out of beer. We actually had to shut down for seven weeks. 
because we ran out of beer. Uh, so it's a good and bad problem, right? When you own a brewery, you want to be open to sell beer, but if you run out, that's not good. Yeah, we were talking, yeah. uh, I think the first time we were out there, that you guys started and then were met with such an immediate um, response and demand that it was like, oh my God, you know, this is this is going to be an issue. So now you've you've grown. So how's the brewery? How have things in the back of the house expanded? Yeah, it's great. Uh, so we've upgraded. We, uh, we're in the process of, of purchasing a three and a half barrel system. So uh, with we'll eventually get to seven barrel fermenter. So we'll double brew batch. We still want to remain a, a very small batch brewery. So we want to keep that small feel. Some of the breweries want to be big and they, they go big and they go on to 15 uh, barrel systems and stuff like that. We're, you know, we're a small family run brewery. So um, we start off with three and a half barrel system, five barrel mash ton. Uh, and then we have seven barrel fermenters. So we're able to still double brew batch, which will put us really on the size of like a Yakida, um, a little bit smaller than bare hands, but uh, you know, we just, we, we felt real confident with what we were doing and people really liked it. Um, you know, when, when you guys came, uh, obviously one of the things that we like, we like people to feel like it's a family brewery that you can come in there. And even though we don't allow kids, yeah. uh, <laughs> we still enjoy the finer nectars of beers. Um, we wanted people to just enjoy the environment and, and it, it took off really uh, even beyond what we thought it was going to be. So we all sat down and said, guys, we can't keep doing this. We've got to upgrade. And so back in December, we actually placed the PO, moved a lot of buttons uh, oh, <laughs> financially uh. with money and banks, <laughs> signing electric, electric our lives away. Um, but uh, yeah, so in about another, actually this week it was uh, supposed to be ready. We're about two weeks behind where we wanted to be. Tanks came in early, which uh, we posted on social media. We do all our, our marketing on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, and then the system itself will probably be here in probably about another two weeks. And then we'll shut down for probably a week and a half, two weeks planned uh, to install the system. And our original goal was to be brewing on May, uh, May 1st, but sometime in May, we should be brewing on the new system, which uh, should be pretty cool. Now, so, uh, now, as far as your output goes, it's going to take you from roughly how many pints where you're at right now to how many pints you could be at. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're, we're a one-barrel <laughs> system, and people that have been to the brewery, you can walk through and see our system, so we're not hiding anything. But we double brew batch, so we get two barrels at a time. So roughly you're getting three and a half, four kegs on a good day. Um, this will probably put us to more of that, you know, 14 kegs at a time in the same amount of time that we're brewing. So, uh, you know, four times the out- output for us is what we're looking for, and that's in a single brew batch. So, which it, I'll, I'll, wow. I think the question on every West Wind fan's mind, though, is is the more beer, like the vast more beer, is this going to allow you to expand your hours a little bit? Yeah, that's a, that's been our one gripe. People always say, well, can we go over to West Wind because you're never open? But, but, but hey, at the same time, though, like if you were open all those hours, you wouldn't necessarily have beer to meet the demand. Yeah, that, that's what people don't understand is our hours are 100% driven by just the capacity thing. And people that understand that have been in and have, you know, I always love hearing, yeah, I got a babysitter and I got to come over tonight or, hey, I, you know, I, I had to work my schedule around. I switched shifts from some guy because I've been hearing good things about you guys. Uh, we always have to explain that. So, yeah, there's no doubt about it. Our long-term goal is we'll be a Thursday through Sunday operation. I think the long time hours. So mm-hmm. we'll start with the three days that we got, expand those hours, and then we're going to go back and add Sunday, which is what we originally started with when we first got going Saturday, Sunday. I love that. Yeah. Time to make a trip out again to Plum Street and Elkhart for yeah. some West Wind, yeah. man. And we'll talk more about the venue and uh, how you can go visit West Wind and, and uh, how you can find them on social media here in just a minute. We have to get to the uh, news and notes a little bit later on the show. We have to get to our split one. We'll find out what we're all drinking this week with the Pick 6 and the B-Movie is next. a thinly veiled reason to talk about more alcohol. Let's take our beers to the movie with music to my beers, B-Movie. And welcome back to Music My Beers here on Sunday. It's Cluck and Zach, and uh, we've reached the corner of the show, the first little benchmark of the first hour. We peer uh, movies and beer together in a rating system that is not only inaccurate, but very seldom makes sense. <laughs> 
B movie. And uh, Aaron, you uh, you brought us B movie gifts. I did, and let me tell you, uh, when you go out and try to find beer wrapping paper, it is almost impossible to find. So I brought only the finest uh, of wrapping paper in these Corona boxes. So a uh, little gift, uh, Zach. There's yours. Okay. You want us to open it at the same time? I do. Yeah, you got to open it at the same time. So when you guys first came out to Westwind on your first uh, visit out to us, we had talked about a B movie, and I think you both said, "Oh, I've never seen it." So I figured, what better way? Um, yeah, these things are like uh, duct taped uh, uh. together there. <laughs> Crack one end, but yeah, I wrapped these in a Corona Extra. Oh my goodness! Box. Whoa, man! So super cool. The uh, steel case. This oh. is a limited edition, by the way, gents. Rad, rad. So this was the B movie we talked about the first time you guys came. Actually, it's the 35th anniversary of Rad, and so oh my god, holy cow on Blu-ray! Is that cool? Metal case, I figured to add to your guys' collection. Wow, look at you, big spender. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. Oh, this a little is gift awesome. of token appreciation. Yeah. I'm totally looking forward to watching this, too. So this is the story of Crew Jones. He's the best BMX biker. <laughs> Lori Laughlin's in this movie. Oh, yeah. <gasps> and, oh. and Becky the Jailbird. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That, that looks like a younger role for her, too. It is, yeah. Was that before she was on uh, Full House? Or? Yeah, this is way back in the 80s. Yeah, and that's pre-criminal days, too. <laughs> She before, was, she before was still, kids. still pure. She didn't have any kids. She didn't have any kids to bribe their way into college. Yeah. Oh my goodness. This is awesome. This is like our our we're gonna have to do this movie today for our B movie. We did it last time we were out there. Yeah. And so this one, just like Beer Fest, which we typically do on the reg, we'll have to do uh, hey, every time Aaron's out, we should just do rad. <laughs> for the fifteenth review or the twenty year year twenty thirty. Well, this time, have you seen this movie, Warren? Uh, when I, maybe when I was a kid, but like it's one of those movies, like like Aaron said, when you get out into the world and like the video rental shops back in the day, you didn't see this. Yeah, no. it was definitely like a super BB movie. But uh, over the years, BMXing was huge back in the I mean, it's the eighties. I guess I'm showing my age, but um, yeah, it's it's an awesome. It's based about Crew Jones, and he's a BMX bicycle. They bring this hell track uh, to the, which brings all the best BMXers in the world to this race, and uh, Crew is a local neighborhood kid that they try to let basically let let in the race, and they won't let him in, and then the the town. But his mom has to take his, or he has to take his college entrance exams exactly. on the same day. Oh. <laughs> Typical so, 80s BMX, BMX problems. Oh, man. So is this one, is this what Hot Rod's based off of, that movie? Um, you're going to have to help me, Zach. What's hot, hot Rod. Andy, Andy Samberg, like oh, the stunt, the, he's stunt like guy the stunt movie. Because I, I noticed one of the guys that helped write Hot Rod is actually in the... Um, in that Q and A session, since this is this part of the bonus features, this being the 35th anniversary um, special edition, I think he he was in Hot Rod and he also wrote part of the movie. So I didn't know if it yeah. this inspired that, but that is awesome. Yeah, thanks, dude. I'm gonna collector's case. You want to you want to go first then? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Do another review of Rad. <laughs> yeah, why not? Um. So yeah. So um. As far as uh. Give me what you want me to go, go with my 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 beers towards okay. it. So one being the very best movie that you've ever seen. Okay. And twelve being an absolute B movie movie drain pour. Okay. Um, wh- I know, where like, would you rate this, and with what beer would you rate this for? Every week I've tried to figure out what the actual rating system is, so that's why I was asking. So make sure I got, <laughs> I've got it correct. Yeah, it might change the next time you come in, but that's what it is for this week. <laughs> okay, very good. Um, so I'm gonna go with uh, I I'm, I love Rad. Rad was an original uh, movie for me. I'm gonna go with. Uh, uh, two uh, of a special beer that we're actually releasing today that we might get a little sample of um, that is called uh, 24 Elders. It's a double dry hopped uh, Cascade with a little bit of Ella um, that we're going to be trying here in a Ella, little bit. Ella, Ella, Ella. 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 
And uh, I'm going to give it two because it is fantastic and uh, it's just uh, it's an awesome show to watch. Uh, d- disclaimer for uh, the kids out there, uh, it does have a few cuss words. Ooh. Okay, so I can't watch this with my kids. I know well, it's PG. It, it's so. rated, rated PG, but that's an early 80s PG, <laughs> which is like... Animal House got a PG-13. Might but, be some uh, boobs in there. Warren, that's a, no, there no, no, no boobs, but there is some cussing. Yes, I would I would uh, bypass the kids but, uh, until they get a little older, Zach. All right, I'm going okay. to rate this beer based on my excitement to watch it. And uh, this is going to be pretty fun. I think I'm going to watch this when the uh, when the show's over and I get back home because it's Sunday. I got nothing to do. Uh, I'm going to give this, and I'm, and I'm assuming I haven't had this yet, but I'm going to give this three smashed in our parking lot funky buddha void shakers <laughs> yeah <laughs> from Aaron because after the show before i go home and watch the movie we're gonna have to clean up the glass mess on the uh, the walkway but it's an 11 percent barrel aged stout and i think three of these are gonna let me have a, a great time you know appreciate a pristine aunt becky from back in the day i can't wait for the soundtrack i can't wait for like the i'm sure top shelf acting i actually bought the vinyl don't tell anybody oh. who sings break the ice uh, that is uh, uh, Jeff Farham. Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. Okay. The Jeff Farham? The Jeff Farham. Yeah. So this definitely inspired Hot Rod because there's a Jeff Farham song in that movie, too, yeah. towards the end. Yeah, okay. I bet you they're tied. That's awesome. I'm going to go with hey, two. He's like the kid who heard, who heard uh, Bob Seger's Turn the Page and was like, oh, man, they covered Metallica. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I'm going to go with two. And this one, I, I had the opportunity to stop by your place one time after a little remote broadcast, and you guys stayed open just enough for me to run in there and grab two beers off off uh, on tap that you had at night. I'm going to say one that I'm going to throw in there. I'm going to do two. Um, sorry, two of these. I'm going to say two I have spoken. So, oh, yeah, absolutely. Because that was inspired by your cooler here it that is. you got, the uh, the Mandalorian. And um, that one was just so fruity and smooth. And I put hops galore on my untapped check-in. So I'll go with two of those for rad. My opinion, this is the best segment of Music to My Beers because we finally get down to brass tacks and start drinking a little bit. And uh, it's Cluck at Zach and our buddy Aaron from Westwood has rolled in this morning. And you said, hey, don't bring anything. I'm bringing the split one. Yeah, I'm rumbling around on the ice. I brought my little baby Yoda cooler here. Uh, that's uh, pretty sweet. But uh, this is a brand new beer. It's coming out today. Uh, 24 Elders, Double Dry Hop, New England. We're known for that's what we're trying to do. We're New England guys. Uh, but yeah, this is uh, fantastic. I'll let you boys crack first. Hey, there we go. Oh, wow. First, yeah. tell me a little about uh, about the name, 24 yeah. Elders. 24 Elders, yeah. So uh, a lot of people ask where did it come from. Um, I actually, I think I woke up in the middle of the night and I text Drufke at about 2 a.m. And I said, hey, I've got a beer name. I'm not going to tell you what it is. Uh, I want it to be in New England. We talked through the recipe a little bit. Um, we, this first time we actually brewed with cashmere hops, which came out fantastic uh, for us. And uh, it's just, it's super soft. Thanks, guys. Very pillowy. Would you describe you know, it? That's exactly how the uh, how Keith Richards, how the legend goes. He came up with a riff for satisfaction. He woke up in the middle of the night off of stupor, recorded it really quick on the recorder next to his bed, went back to bed, forgot all about it, woke up, and there it was. So same thing for 24 Elders. Yeah. You woke up in the middle of the night, the name came to you, you had a bit of a recipe. It did, and then I looked up what 24 Elders is, and I'm like, you know, I'm a religious guy, so I was like, this is kind of cool, actually. So 24 Elders, actually, in the end of Revelation time, is the 24 uh, saints that actually lay down their crowns before when the time Time's end, and that's what they do. Their last act before the world will end will that they lay their crowns before the big guy. And wow. so when I looked it up, I'm like, oh, this is perfect. You know, I'm a religious guy. I make beer for a living. And perfect <laughs> beer for a Sunday, too. And perfect right? beer for a Sunday. This the is, Lord's Day. Practi- yeah, it's practically it. The nose is incredible. One of my favorite things about cashmere hops is how, how what a softness it adds. 
Yeah, this oh. is super soft. It's um, I've tasted it for the last three days in a row. It's got just a little bit of a, a yeah. pineapple flavor to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it came in at a seven point eight, so it's got a little, you know, a little nice booze. You can sit around and watch Rad if you want yeah. uh, with one of these, and uh, it, it's just it really came out great. It's super soft. Um, Casey from Hop Station gave him one. He texts me, goes, "Dude." fire i'm like well that's good <laughs> i guess that we could sell it <laughs> yeah so uh, you can get that later on today and you guys are open to uh, today until when yeah three seven today uh friday three seven and saturday twelve five this week so okay. yeah okay yeah. all right cool dude this is uh this is incredible you can get a four pack of this and what i really like is how how soft it is you know and like you had mentioned with the cashmere hops but then you get that real big tropicalness and it it disappears on the tongue and I'm like, man, I could I could drink a lot of these. And 7.8, that's gonna knock me on my on my knees. Yeah, it's got that slightly. I know that we get so used to drinking, and it, it's been a heavy couple of milkshake lactose IPA weeks Uh-oh, around yeah. here. But like, <laughs> that gives you that weird clingy mouthfeel, and this doesn't. There's just the slightest crisp finish on it that allows you to just oh, I'll, I'll have some more. Another. Yeah, yeah, have some more. Absolutely, I think the, the Ella probably picked up a little bit of the tropical flavors on it as well. So you've got some Ella buried deep within the boil on that one. So, so this Ella hop is this relatively new? It is. Uh, it's a, a cousin hop of the Galaxy hop, uh, essentially. But okay. yeah, yeah, so it's a crossbred of uh, I think it's a female of of Galaxy. Oh, from Australia, uh, Yakima hops. And uh, you know, it's amazing to me. The more I get into craft beer and learning about hop species and breeding and how that all works, the more I flash back to listening to my brother ramble on about marijuana back in college. <laughs> I'm like, dude, this is the exact same thing. Like, it's, it's, a close, it's a close cousin of this. There it's, you a, go. it's a there clone you go. of that. I'm like, oh, all that listening to him ramble on about smoking weed and looking at high times just finally paid off. I got it now. And I, I kind of know, know how the bud works and everything like that. So there you go. Thanks, Pot and College, for making beer so much easier for me. And where do you guys get your hops from? Uh, we, uh, we source them uh, locally from Hophead Farms up here in Michigan. So Another I, local connection. I am. I'm, I'm, I'm a Michigan guy. I was born and raised hey, just, just outside of Detroit. I grew up on the property that Hophead Fields is on. Uh, I think I do remember that. Yeah. I, used, I used to pee in that field when I was a kid. <laughs> well, now we are eating their hops. Yeah. Yeah. A bit of Warren in this beer. <laughs> yeah, so a little bit of Warren. You know, but, but what a weird financial boon to Hickory Corners, because Hickory Corners, Michigan, is a town of about 320 people, and yeah. literally my entire life it's been gas station, a uh, little tiny restaurant, corner store. That's all it was. There, yeah, was, a, there was a Masonic Temple downtown, there were a couple of churches, and you know, now all the churches have closed, oddly, but a lot of people, you know, the, the whole population has changed. But now you have Hophead Farms that's provided hops to a lot of breweries in the area. Uh, I think even Revolution did one called Local Hero, part of their Hero series. Yeah, it was remember that, that used their hops. So you have this, like, you know, at least regional, but if not, pretty big class of uh, of hop providers. And I, you, I got yelled at for cutting down corn one year. <laughs> In that field, I thought it'd be funny to take some shears and cut down a whole row of corn. So my mom and dad maybe go to the farmer's house and apologize. But now I'm drinking stuff that was grown in my backyard. That's awesome. Well, thanks for bringing this. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to be back with a pick six. And uh, we're going to lean on you for this, too, because there's three of us here now, so we'll do two, two, and two. Yeah, sounds good. Zach, do you want to go first? Sure, I'll go first. Um, I'm going to throw in one. You tipped me off about these guys. Mason Ale Works. You said they're relatively new to the areas. I go into the bottle shop, and I'm like, well, I'm going to get a Mason Ale Works based on Warren's suggestion. I turn people on to new nice. stuff. I, I, I've never even heard of that. Yeah, I'm a tastemaker, Aaron. Uh, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one, one, of the, one of the leading beer palettes of the uh, Michiana, Michiana area. 
Mason is out of San Marcos, California. Oh, okay. And they're, cool. they are, I think, relatively new to the area. And they have this one called Scene of the Crime. And by the way, if you're going to drink this one, have nothing to do for the rest of the day because it clocks in at a 13%. It's an imperial stout uh, with bourbon, vanilla, uh, Guatemalan cacao, coffee, and blueberry. But it's... This blueberry is not like a Lizard of Cos blueberry where it just like punches you in the face and it's just like overtly sweet. This one is like a subtle blueberry. Like they almost use the actual fruit in yeah, the beer. Absolutely. Instead of extracts. Yeah, because you get confused when you're a kid. All the blueberry things you eat, that's artificial blueberry. Like, you know, the <laughs> Captain Crunch, Crunch berries and all that. So when you get older, you actually eat the fruit and like just listen. Like the fruit itself is delicious in a lot of things. I yeah, don't particularly care for it, but when you do it right in a beer, and it's not that artificial, like, blueberry. Yeah. It's pretty good. You mean it's it's not real? All the blueberry donuts that I was eating as a kid? Oh. <laughs> All artificial. <laughs> Tasty, though. Uh, the other one that I'm going to throw in is this brewery is just west or southwest of us. Uh, Windmill Brewery um, out of uh, Dyer, Indiana. And I had their anime kittens. This one's a imperial stout with peanut butter, chocolate, and homemade mole. So you get like this nice, like Mexican hot chocolate feel from it. It's also at thirteen point eight percent. So I've got the heavy hitters today. Uh, Aaron, would you like to go and do? But you got to do two of yours or two you had on vacation. Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna do one that's not mine that I just recently had that I'll, I'm gonna right. share and hopefully everybody tries this beer because it, it actually came to me. And then I'll do one of ours. Just we got to do a plug, right? I mean, mm-hmm. Westwind. Yeah. Right. All right. You're in. It wouldn't make much sense. Yeah, not that's to. right. You got to plug us a little bit, right? So uh, one of my untapped buddies, Justin Eby, comes in the brewery a lot. Uh, good dude. Gave me a bottle of Doom. So Zach, you were talking about 18 percent, or this one was a 15 percenter. I split it with Kurt, and we were like, ooh. Lead. It was only a twelve ounce <laughs> bottle. It was fifteen percent, but it was fantastic. So it was a uh, imperial stout. Just n- nice hints of chocolate, but boozy and everything you'd expect in a in a good Russian imperial stout. And that was out of uh, Anchorage Brewing Company. So it's fantastic beer. If you have not tried that, uh, you can find it in bottle shops. It's called Doomed. I'd recommend that. Doomed from Alaska. Doomed from Alaska. So nice. that's my first one. Uh, second one I'm going to throw in. Why not? Uh, I, I got to throw in a plug, right? 24 Elders. We're releasing it today. There so you go. Yeah. Double, double dry hop. Cashmere See? Ella. If you're a New England fan, you're going to like this beer. I'm going to take one quick sip just to make sure it still tastes good from the last 30 seconds. Mm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. <clears throat> so good. Um, so I'm going to throw Next. that in as my second one. It's 7.8 ABV uh, from Westwind and Elkhart. Uh, the two I'm going to throw in, one of them is a bit unusual, but I was actually, this is probably the beer that surprised me the most in the last six months. Uh, I've got some family members that don't drink, so whenever they come around, I make sure i got some N.A. stuff or some, so I got some Budweiser 0.0. Nice. Is that any good? Budweiser 0. I didn't expect much, and we had some over the summer. I didn't try any. I thought, you know, why bother? <laughs> but just for fun, over vacation, I had six sitting in my refrigerator. I'm like, these have been sitting here quite a while. I should probably do something with them. And I still can't psychologically dump out beer. I've got to do something with it. Yeah. So I thought, I'm going to have one. So I sat down and cracked an ice-cold Budweiser Zero. You cannot, cannot tell it differently from Budweiser. Really? It tastes the exact same. Does not really? And this is like zero alcohol, right? Like it's for... Yeah, it's yeah. Like, because NA beers uh, usually have 0.5%. Yeah. Which is still, if there's booze in there. Yeah. But this is 0.0. There's nothing. Heineken makes a similar beer that's Heineken 0.0. But this Budweiser Zero... I handed it to my aunt, huge booze hound, and uh, <laughs> she couldn't believe it either. I let my wife try some, and none of us could believe it. It, it. it is legit, and it's only 50 calories a can, which is far fewer than an actual Bud Heavy. Uh, nice. Probably be the last time I ever drink one, but I wanted <laughs> to try it and see what it was like. But I, it's just as delicious yeah, as a Bud Heavy? Yeah, I wanted, Man. I wanted to pound through a couple of them, and I thought, 
this is a it's an alternative. Now I get why people drink them. You know, I want to have fun, still be here, but also be able to get myself home. There you go. And the next one I'm gonna throw in is from uh, Citywide Downtown. Posted up on their web on their Facebook page that these guys were in in town now. So I wanted to go down and try it. But there's a it's called Bad Dad Brewing Company. Bad Dad. Yeah, where's Bad Dad out of? That, I wasn't even sure. I ran down and I bought one of everything they had from Bad Dad because they had a big kind of like a pile of it in the beer cave. And uh, everything they do is kind of like dad phrased. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. There's like, a, I'm going to turn this thing around as one of them is their single IPA. And Kiss the Cook is their double IPA. And it's uh, it's not quite as juicy, but it's got that hazy body and it's super, super strong. But also, the thing I like about it too is they made a big deal out of it and went down and got it and it's delicious. All their stuff was great, but it's also not like an asinine price point. It was like for a brewery I've never heard of and a beer I've never tried, I don't want to risk like twenty eight ninety nine or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like if it, it better be good. But these guys it was it was moderate and it was um I think it was fourteen bucks for the double. Oh, that's awesome. Which, for a four pack? Yeah, which is great. Okay, yeah, it, I would have been pissed if I it was like Terrible, and I got it. So, but also, it, it's fun to, to hear a brewery you never heard of before and say, "Hey, all right, yeah, I'll, absolutely, I'll try these guys out." So, there are mine, and there is our pick six for the week. And a couple of minutes ago, off the air, I told you, "Stop talking." This is going to be great for the show. Uh, you were talking about how you, you've traveled all over and you've, you've been to Russian River and, uh, you, you know, doing a lot of research to get uh, to get a better understanding of what's out there, what you want, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, when me, Rocco, and Kurt, uh, kind of being friends, uh, talked about doing the brewery thing and just, you know, as a, as a hobby, we said, hey, if we're going to make beer, we got to make beer. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people in the game now. We want to make great beer. And, you know, we're IPA guys. I know it's most popular, but that's just what we like. So everybody says, oh, we brew what we like. But, um, yeah, we had traveled out to Russian River on the West Coast. I, my wife surprised me with a 40th birthday party out there for Planet of the Younger, which it's fantastic, by the way. Um, so, yeah. Jealous now. D- well, like, give me something like in the vein it tastes like. Because um, we, we've had Pliny. Yeah, so it's it, it it's it's boozier. Uh, they would only give us three 10-ounce pours. And wow. like, I don't know. That. Do you know I've traveled from Indiana? <laughs> yeah. We actually had to wait in line for like, I think we got up at like 2.30 in the morning because you, you there's no pre-tickets. You can't buy like Dark Lord or anything like that. You basically like go to Russian River and wait in line. Um, I got to actually meet Vinny's wife. I actually have a picture of them. So, yes, wow. so yeah, I'm starting oh. a Maybe we could do a collab someday. <laughs> Giving us a little plug early That's on awesome. in the career. But yeah, my wife surprised me at 40. So we got a little bit of style. The West Coast IPA style, which was fantastic. Um, Plenty of the Younger is awesome. If you've never tried it, Yeah. To have a friend send it to you because it's great. Now I think they're canon stuff too. So um, I think I saw right. So this is like the adult version of a Disney World trip because I remember waking up at like the butt crack of dawn just to get up to Disney World so we could be the first ones in the park to go do all the rides and stuff. Then yep. you guys were up early in line ready to go to Pliny. Absolutely, yeah. We went out there for my fortieth. We got to hit a hit up a couple different breweries. Uh, Fieldworks out there is fantastic. If you've ever had anything from them, mm. uh, they're in, they're on, we flew into Oakland. Anything okay. from Fieldworks is filthy good. I uh, recommend trying them. They're they're fantastic out there. So that kind of gave us a quick sniff of what the West Coast beers were like. And then uh, Kurt Rocco and I also traveled out to the East Coast, and we did the whole Hills Farmstead. We did. Um, the Trillium Run. Uh, what else is up there that that we what, know? Abyssal what exactly Brothers. is the Trillium Run? So you fly into Boston, you rent a car, 
So there's, for, like, there's Trillium, there's Treehouse. Treehouse, yeah. Trillium, Bissell Brothers. That's right. And we were going for main beer because we went for the dinner release. Oh, yeah. So I won tickets. I got 12 bottles. Yes, we practiced the WWE model and always shared our brew. So right. I, I, I gave a lot of dinner away because I knew <laughs> it's, it's a hard, it was a hard beer to get at that time. So yeah. we went up there. But Dude, all, those, uh, all, all those breweries are really hard to get. You constantly see them online for like ra- you know razzle groups and, uh, and everything else. But if you can get your hands on them, it's a big deal, especially oh, fresh yeah. from the source come yeah. on yeah i have to look back through on tap but i think it was about eh, probably three or four uh, thanksgivings ago so that thanksgiving we had we were drinking like, like i'm running it up right now my friends are dying look at this <laughs> look at the likes i'm getting look at these comments my uh, my wife was making fun of me when we got back because the whole entire uh, vehicle we uh, we rented a minivan and brought back all this beer packed with Trillium Treehouse Bissell Brothers Main Beer Company. So, but bottom line was we got to try them all and we said, hey, if we're yeah. going to go open a brewery, um, we wanted to make a good good IPA. Definitely, uh, Twenty Four Elders was inspired by that trip. You know where we wanted to have a dry, double hopped. You know New England. Um, we make a lot of New Englands over there, but really super happy with how this came out and really was inspired from that trip. And it was just fantastic to to try those beers and then put ourselves in that same level and say hey this is what we got if we want to be you know a, a great brewery that people are going to buy our beer from and, and seek it out uh that, that that was our threshold that was the, the the starting bar for us if there were if there was one style you didn't like because i know that uh, you know being a beer enthusiast and being a brewery owner are two entirely different matters we've heard stories of guys who hate new england ipas but have to make them because that's what sells we've heard guys who only want to do uh, new england ipas and hate stouts but you got to do something and is there a style of beer that you personally don't like they, because you've been everywhere and had everything, is there something you're like, this is garbage? We joke around about this all the time. So, But if you ever want a brown or red ale, don't ever come to WWB because we, we're just not. We'll drink them. I love a Newcastle every once in a while. Um, Irish red Killians, but they're just, we, we we don't believe in brewing those styles beers. There's other breweries that do. Um, that's just, I, for me personally, we talked a lot about it. It's like, guys, I don't like them. Um, they, you know. Those are two different styles that there aren't. There isn't much sex appeal behind <laughs> because you hear New England IPA or like barrel aged stout, and you know uh, even even something like a, a like a seasonal Oberon that's kind of hypey. Nobody ever says, "Yeah, dude, it was a brown ale." <laughs> yeah, so we just we, we we said, "Yeah, you'll never see a brown ale or a red ale on tap." Don't you, hate us, beer beer lovers. You know what it makes me think of though? The Alchemist for the longest time only had Heady Topper. That was the one beer they made and the one beer that they got famous for. I mean, they were like the East Coast of the Pliny, and I think that that that's okay to be if you just want to be just New England style, then you be just New England style. Yeah, when we stopped by Alchemist on that trip, too, that's the other one I forgot to mention. Um, yeah, absolutely. You walk in, they had three beers on tap. And that was, you know, and for that a long time, it was... Focal Banger and whatever. Yeah, <laughs> we, got, we, we got Focal Banger, we got uh, Heady Topper, and... Uh, uh, Milwaukee? Cr- uh, <laughs> no, I, I think it was called Crusher. Crusher like that or something like that. Uh, that was a, They had three beers. And you walk in and you're like, what beer am I going to buy? You're going to buy one of those. And that was all they sold. But, you know, hey, if you're going to do it, do it great. And that they, I like that business philosophy. So, But also, there's they're a smaller operation. You guys are, are much a smaller yeah. operation. So you also you can't afford to waste time, money, and resources brewing something that you're not really passionate about. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. We we, we totally said, hey, let's let's brew stuff that we think is a going to sell, b you know is popular, and, and and what we like to brew and what we like to drink. You know, it's nice to be able to go home, watch Rad, and you know, slam a WWB beer. Yeah, so, that's how it's going to work for this <laughs> afternoon. All right. Oh, okay. Time. For the point in the program where we talk about what's coming up in the drinking weeks ahead, and I've got three events for us, believe it or not. Three? Three events already. We didn't do this segment, Aaron, for an entire pandemic with nothing. We're like, well, 
There's going to be something. Now we have three events. There's a cornhole tournament happening Saturday, April 24th with uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters. And they're looking for people to pour beer. Look at They have beer at the actual event. So if you're a cornhole player... You might want to join in uh, in the competition here. So my buddy Jim Moeller with Mega, he he hit me up about this, and he's like, "Hey, the big cornhole tournament is happening at 3 p.m. You should think about joining." And I was like, "Oh, my wife works that Saturday. I can't be a part of it, but you could if you've got nothing going on. You can join them out there. They've got some beers, or even, look- if, even if you have something going on. But this sounds like it's something better going on. Then you can go. It's a cornhole tournament. Let's do it. Absolutely, <laughs> and it's Big Brothers Big Sisters as well." They're awesome. They're, yeah, great yeah. organization. I have to go. It's for charity. Yeah, it's for charity. <laughs> uh, coming up next in our calendar of events, Saturday, then May 1st, there's Big Brew Day 2021, and this is where the home brew group gets together, and they just brew a bunch, and there's like a lot of collabs, and I know that some of these guys end up going on and becoming, like this is the minor leagues, and then they make it up to the majors, and then eventually you know start breweries and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, uh, it's a super cool thing. It's going to be a third horse craft beverage supply uh, over in Elkhart that's... Um, I think that they're still in the um, the giant farmers market. Yep. Yep. Big Red Barn. Big Red I Barn. Took my motorcycle class out there. I just saw <laughs> David yesterday. Shout out to him real quick because he covered us on some ingredients for a Ooh. batch that we did. So thanks, David. Yeah. So third like, horse. Like you just said like you bought weed. You're like, he covered us. Don't worry. David's a good guy. We run a little shy on something. And that's from 9 a.m. until 4 p.m. on Saturday, May 1st. So you can look forward to that. Even if you're like somebody who are like Warren and I, we're we're not brewers at all, but we could like. Find out a way to brew. We can go out there, watch everybody else brew, and maybe sip on something good. I'll tell you what, Zach. I've got some homebrew equipment for sale if you'd like to. You know, I guess when I started out. <laughs> Should we do it? Uh, I, feel, I feel really bad because two years ago, my friend Ryan and I were uh, <laughs> plotting and scheming over a couple of crawlers, and we bought some $300 homebrew kit. Nice. And we haven't even opened it. I haven't even opened it. No, I'm, I'm just like, because I, I know that once I go through that door, I can't come back. Yeah, it's, it's and, I, and I'm like, return. I don't know if my does, my, does my life, and more importantly, my relationship with my wife have room yeah. in it for me becoming a brew at home guy. But uh, that day might be coming. Yep, there you go. Well, look me up. I got plenty of used equipment. Uh, and last but certainly not least, we actually have a brew fest that we can look forward to. Junior Achievement is hosting yeah. the Wine and Beer Festival. It's going to be at Four Winds Field Friday. May 14th, so Perfect. lots of beer to be tried out there. I, you went? Did you go to the last one uh, or I've been a couple years ago? I've been a, couple, a few of them they had. Obviously, last year's was canceled, but yeah. uh, the couple of years before that, it's a great time, and it's just fun to be outside, and it's, especially now that all this pandemic stuff is starting to calm down a little bit, or at least events are happening again, it's, it'll be nice to be out. Um, and really quick, Aaron, give a plug for your uh, your 24 Elders release later today. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 24 Elders coming out today. Uh, double hot, double Dry Hop New England IPA with uh, brewed with cashmere and Ella. Uh, super soft, light note, little hints of pineapple in it. Uh, comes in at a, a or as, as, as Warren likes to say, clocking in at a 7.8 ABV. Clocking in at 7.8. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he does th- listen to the show. I do. I listen to the show. Um, but yeah, we're releasing that today. We're open three to seven uh, today, uh, which, uh, which would be Thursday, Thursday, Sunday, something like that. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, weekend hours are Friday, three to seven, Saturday, 12 to five, and we'll be releasing this. We think it's going to go fast, so. Get it, get it. Get it, get it. So Come on, try it. All right, perfect. Uh, Aaron, thanks for making the trip out, man. We appreciate it. We really appreciate it, yeah. guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks You're, for bringing the beer yeah. and the movie this time. He was like, yeah. I, oh. he's like, I can come out, or you guys can come to me. You're like, ah, why don't you come over here? Yeah. <laughs> and I christened it. I dropped a bottle of, you yeah. Know, hey, you know what? Funky <laughs> boot all over your sidewalk. <laughs> we appreciate it. Uh, that's going to do it for us. And uh, you know what we'll do? We'll save this funky boot up to next week, and that'll be our split one. Let's do it. Next give us, week. Yeah, give us a chance to uh, revisit this, this week's edition. So, on behalf of myself and Aaron and Zach, 
Cheers. Cheers. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.